Heyo! Welcome to Built to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Welcome back to this week's episode of Built to Be You. Whether this is your first time listening or you are an OG listener, you've been here for the last, I don't know, 130 episodes. I love you and I appreciate you. And I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. And I don't know if it's just the season that I'm in or still kind of just the energy and the high of a new year, but I have been in a major state of reflection and just rooted in so much gratitude for you listening, this community, and really just the sense of purpose and this outlet that the Built to Be You community has given me in my own life and just the fact that I get to be on this growth journey with you and the fact that you're taking time out of your day to tune in to me is always going to be so so rewarding. And I truly cannot put into words how much it means that we get to go on this wild ride called life together. And as an ambitious woman in your 20s, you know that sometimes that feeling of loneliness and isolation and like you're a certain type of crazy for having these feelings and these emotions and these ambitions and these dreams and this self-doubt and this uncertainty and this scarcity that creeps in when you try to dream bigger, love harder, and you know, just take up space and use your voice. And so I see you, I hear you, I'm with you. And in today's episode, I want to talk about this slogan or this catchphrase that I feel like has been kind of, I don't know if it's maybe because I'm actively looking for it or because a lot of people have been saying it to me, but this term, quote unquote, you're living your best life. And to me, it seems arbitrary, right? Like, what, how do you define your best life? And how does somebody know if they're living their best life? And I know within myself and within my own life that it's a sense and a state of being rather than achieving or accolades or doing or, you know, anything else that is conditional and that can go away to any single moment. Um, and I decided to push play on today's episode because I am in this really high season of moving to Denver, spending a lot of my days in the mountains, going on snowboarding trips, day trips, you know, connecting with so many incredible new people, making new friends here, and just like kind of creating and writing a new chapter for myself. And maybe you're not in a season with a big life change or a big life transition, but you're searching for this feeling of quote unquote, living your best life. And I had posted a picture from, or a couple of photos from a solo snowboard day trip that I did the other day. And a family member had commented on it. Oh my gosh, Michaela, you're living your best life. And I was like, am I though? Am I really living my best life? Or is it just a state of being in the fact that I'm actually doing things that light my soul on fire. And you know, you shine differently when you do do the things that are in alignment with who you are, the person you want to become and the things that really bring you joy. And I was doing a morning journal this morning. I've been using this new app called Growth Day, which I am going to put a link down in the show notes if you're interested in checking it out. It's kind of like a one-stop shop for all things personal growth. It is the first week at the time that I'm recording this that I have used it. So 
full transparency, I'm still getting used to the platform, but I really like that um, it has a place for electronic journaling. I am somebody, I do love like physical pen and paper journaling, but I've found that I literally have chicken scratch handwriting. And when I try to go back and create content or even just reflect on my own journal entries, it's really hard for me to write. So I was thinking about the idea of electronic journaling and then I came across this app and I was like, wow, this is this is pretty cool. Um, but it's funny because I already had planned on pushing record on today's podcast episode. And then I was listening to the Daily Fire. Basically, it's like a 10 minute verbal kind of message from one of the Growth Day founders. And that is kind of a lot of fire under your booty, which like I'm here for. And the question that he asks asked at the beginning was what are the happiest times or memories in your life? And what do you mean by that? Like, what were you really feeling at that moment? Can you give it more language? And I think about all the times that we say these superficial, what we think we are doing or saying in order to describe how we're feeling. But again, it's superficial. I'm hungry. I'm happy. I'm okay. I'm sad. I'm excited. You know, I'm thriving, you know, whatever it might be. And after this voice memo that I was listening to from this guy, I was like, okay, how can I dig deeper? How can I really think about these moments in my life and really give some context and some deeper meaning to what I was actually feeling in those moments? And I don't know why it was really hard for me. Maybe when you first hear that question and you know, you just pause to think about what are the three happiest moments in your life, it's kind of hard, right? I don't know. Maybe it's just like me, but I'm like, I have to pick just three. I was like, but I have so many happy moments and so many happy days. And maybe you're in a season where you feel like you have a dark cloud over you. You know, life just feels really hard. I'm not here for the toxic positivity, but I am here to really challenge you to reframe and shift your perspective to look for the good in life because you know, I truly do believe that even if you are going through an absolute shit storm right now, that you have something around you or within you to be grateful for, to reflect on, to really take time to slow down and acknowledge how it is that you're feeling. Taking just a quick episode break to share with you a product that I have absolutely been loving for probably the last six, seven, eight, nine months. I don't even know. But if you follow me over on the gram, you see me rave about it all the time. Slate Milk is my go-to. It is the chocolatey goodness that you need in your life. It was founded in 2019 by former athletes and friends with one goal in mind to provide delicious strength and energy to healthy-minded folks worldwide, aka you, my friend, listening to Built to Be You right now. Slate offers high-protein chocolate milks and lattes that are better for you and better for the planet. All of their products contain 20 grams of protein, zero grams of added sugar. They're keto and lactose friendly, and they are freaking delicious. I am not a coffee drinker, but they have a mocha latte one, which has some caffeine in it. My personal favorite is the classic chocolate. It is the best on the go, pre-shift snack, mid-shift snack, you know, post-workout chocolatey goodness. Oh my gosh, it is chef's freaking kiss. And they also have a dark chocolate flavor as well. Uh, because you are a listener of the podcast, if you use the code Michaela 10 you can get 10% off of your order. And I will make sure to put a link down in the show notes. I personally order a 12 pack and I have it on auto ship every two weeks because when that stuff runs out of my fridge, I am sad. 
Um, so anyways, I, the three moments that I picked in my life was being on the mountain, snowboarding, just like ripping through the snow. If you are somebody who snowboards or skis, you know, there's no better feeling like deeper happiness of just like joy and bliss. And I just think it's so cool that as you're going down the mountain, there's so many different paths that other people have carved, have taken, you know, whether it's skis, snowboards, tumbles, whatever it might be. And here I am just to the beat of my own drum, creating my own path with fresh mountain air on my face and bliss in my heart. And like, there is no better feeling. And like that for me was a moment of happiness. But do you see how I was able to describe that happiness so much deeper than an artificial umbrella term of happiness? And I promise that I'm getting somewhere with this catchphrase, living my best life. I want you to really define what does living your best life feel like? What are the emotions that you can attribute to quote unquote, living your best life? And I shared a couple of other moments in this journal about moving to Colorado and a recent um, half marathon PR that I ran. And I was thinking about those moments and yes, I feel like I am thriving in this season, but I also feel like it's because I've defined this word happiness. It's not just a state of being or an emotion. It's a way of living. It's a way of life. It's an intention that I set when I, you know, map out my weeks and I schedule out my days and I'm like, Hey, how can I integrate more play? And if you are new here, play is something that when I moved to Colorado and I accepted this travel nurse assignment was something that I knew that it was going to be the foundation of being here. Because if I just wanted to continue to go through the motions, I can be back in North Carolina doing that. Not that I wasn't playing there, but I wasn't playing as much with as much intention. And you don't have to just completely pack up all your things and move across the country. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you have to define right now what living your best life feels and looks like and asking yourself, how can I make this a way of living rather than just, you know, a conditional state of being or an emotion. And right now, looking at my happiness range, I am still lacking in peace, meaning consistent days with no to-do list, the liberating feeling of living, being unplugged, showing up for me because of me, with me, not because I need to prove myself to anybody else, but because I owe it to me. So no, I am not chasing this arbitrary goal of quote unquote, living my best life, but I am learning to define what exactly that means. So instead of taglining, I'm just trying to live my best life. I'm thriving. All of these things that we see like floating around in social media right now, I really challenge you to slow down and define what that actually looks like, what that actually feels like, and get deep. Don't just use superficial umbrella terms like, I want to do more things that make me happy. Okay, define what does happiness mean to you? You know, define what does living your best life mean to you? What does that look like? How does she show up? What are the things that she does? Who is she surrounded by? And I want you to know that Instagram is a mother freaking highlight reel. If you didn't already know that, it is a highlight reel through and through. We tend to share the best moments. And you know, I will say that I am equal parts guilty of this when I am out on the mountain on a solo snowboard trip, or I am on a day trip with one of my besties here in Colorado. Of course, I'm going to share the moments and the energy that I'm creating as proof that you too can go integrate those things into your life that make you feel most alive. I don't do it to throw you into a comparison. Trap. I don't do it to show you what I'm doing versus what you're not doing. I do it to show you and be living proof that you are the narrator and creator of your own life. And 
the more that you sit there and sulk on the things that you wish that you could have or the things that you wish that could be differently, you're missing out on so many opportunities to go create the life that you're obsessed with. And I think as nurses and as healthcare workers, and just as women in our 20s in general, we tend to, you know, offload our feelings and our emotions and our desires because of scarcity, because we don't think there's enough to go around, because you don't think there's enough success out there for you. You don't think there's enough time out there for you. And let me tell you what, when you slow down, time expands. For the first time in literally probably three years, I had three days, 72 blissful hours on my Google calendar that had not a single thing written in. What? Mick in 2020 would have literally went into crippling anxiety downward spiral of all the things that she should be doing or could be doing. And this is just another example that when you define what living your best life looks like and you really gain clarity on the feelings and the emotions and, you know, the person and the demeanor and the intentions that you show up with, you then get to go create that. But it starts with awareness and knowing first. So my friend, I want you to take time to really sit down and reflect what does living your best life look like? And is it just some arbitrary term or catchphrase that you're chasing? Or is it really a state of living that you can lean into and create for yourself? And again, I am thriving in this season and it's because I've defined the word happiness as not just a state of being or an emotion. It is a way of life. It is a way of living. And I am here to show up, to be living proof to you, to go create for yourself the reality that you crave. And my friend, it's for you. You deserve it. And I love you so much and I'm rooting for you always. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 